We're going to present to you our very special guest today. The prolific and incomparable Mr. Mo Fax. Mr. Mo, what's up, man? Mr. Anonymous, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Don't don't say that because they might want to put me on another list. <laughs> I'm doing good. How you doing, hotel? Man, life is treating me very, very well. I have no complaints, man. I'm over here enjoying some um some California rolls. What's that? What? Ah, that's cool. Thank you. Um, wait, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I'm over here enjoying some California rolls. You say you enjoy California rolls? Yeah, the Hoteps might not, it might not be Hotep approved, it might not be Doctor Sebi approved, but at least it ain't pepperoni pizza, man. I the other day, um, somebody tweeted me. It was like, "Yo, you was eating pepperoni pizza?" Because I was eating pepperoni pizza on a live. You know, you can't have no pork when you Hotep. He like, bro, you had pepperoni pizza. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my bad, dog. I failed you. But boy, I don't eat pork like that. But pepperoni pizza, woo, mm, mm, mm. I love pepperoni I don't, pizza. I don't, I don't eat pork like that either. Yeah, I don't eat pork like that either. Um, yeah, yeah. I used to date this one girl. Her family was from uh, Louisiana, so I used to have like you know the gumbo mm -hmm. and um, uh, smothered pork chops. Oh my god! No, nah, I could not turn down that gumbo. You know, we got the crab and all that in there and the sausage and the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You ever had, like, real traditional gumbo from Louisiana before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Mm. Uh, shout out to Bernice, little town of Bernice, uh, Louisiana. I spent, like, two weeks down there, so... Very mm. small town. I didn't even have a McDonald's. <laughs> oh, damn. So... So I got the official, official gumbo. Okay. Yeah, that official gumbo was something else. All right, let's hop into the topic. No bullshit. The other day, white folks decided to run down on the Capitol. Um, there's a lot swirling around this story. A lot of details are coming out since then. Um, let's just talk about your emotions towards that, and then we'll address how the black community reacted to that. How did you feel about the Capitol riots? Was it, did you agree or disagree? Let's start there. L leading up to it, leading up to it, I felt like it was a setup, but I talk about this on my show a lot about mm -hmm. infiltration, uh, being parts of groups. Uh, that's why I made the joke before when he was like, the anonymous, I'm like, hey, hey, easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, because people can misconstrue, like, oh, he's part of, of Anonymous. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be careful when you get lumped into groups because you'll be identified as the worst of that group mm. um, if that's what they see fit. Mm -hmm. And I saw it building, and I was like, this is not a good look. In you're talking about the day of, of. Freedom of speech. You said yes, you, the you, day of. Okay. I mean, I... I I listen to all spectrums, right? The far mm -hmm. right, the far left. And that's that's my uh, catch line is pay attention to everything and the truth will reveal itself. Okay. So I heard it building up in right-wing media. Um, oh, we're going to be heard. We're going to be heard, which is fine. 
but you got to be careful. The media has the power to shape and portray you as the way they want to portray you. And can I, this is what I saw it as. It reminded me of how they did the Black Panthers. Okay. The Black Panthers had a just, just cause, right? Um, addressing police brutality and things of that nature. But their methods, they were giving guns and, you know, confront police officers on the, on the street, you know, and, you know, doing arrests. And you, they allowed themselves to be portrayed a certain way. That's a uh, negative by the, you know, the masses. And I saw this as a setup the same way. Um, uh, mm. So, mm. and you can see how the media covered this whole summer. And you know you weren't gonna get a fair shake. So you have to be aware of all of this. I am not a Donald Trump hater. Um, I think he has, I mean, hey, I gave him a fair shot as far as um, politics is concerned because okay. I think we're too dedicated. We talked about this before. Black people are too dedicated to the Democratic Party. Yeah. So I'm open to anybody that listens to anybody that has the tangibles uh, that brings something to the table that'll help um, people like me and that people like me being ADOS and not the group ADOS. Let me make that clear, but the lineage <laughs> ADOS. So mm-hmm. and I, I use that term because it clearly identifies who I am as a person, not affiliation. Go back to the group thing again. I'm very careful mm-hmm. about who I associate with. Um, but uh, I gave Donald Trump a fair shot because he came out and said, what do you have to lose? And he, t- he told a lot of truth and shook up a lot of things with that statement. Um, but one thing I did point out about Donald Trump, people might get mad at me, is the biggest ist, I-S-T, that he is, is not a racist. Mm. It's a narcissist. Okay. <laughs> and he couldn't see. I, co- I covered this in my episode 45 Savage. Um, with Adam Curry, you can check us out on my YouTube channel. And I went through all the, I think it was like nine signs of a narcissist or 11, I think it's nine. And he fit it to a T. And Mm. I think this showed exactly his narcissism because he know how it was going to be portrayed. But instead, instead of taking an L, even though on another show, I proved that there was some funny numbers with these voting and how it's counted and to be honest with you, this vote that was allegedly stolen, air quotes, pips, um, was the black vote. Let's let's just keep it 100. Okay. <laughs> the black That's vote was the vote that was stolen allegedly. The black vote was um, stolen. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you look at the city, Detroit, Philadelphia, Atlanta. Come on. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you don't mm. have to be an engineer to figure out the correlation here. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. And I just don't think they had the numbers and they had and they had to keep running the numbers. And this is my personal feeling. Um, I, I did a you know extensive look into the possibility of it, but it doesn't matter because they were gonna pick who they wanted to pick. And so with that said, his narcissism I think got the best of him because he wanted to at least have one last send-off and shoot show. I didn't lose. Okay. And he didn't think, you know, on the 40 chess level that he's known he's known for thinking on. Right. So, so that's my take on the the lead up. I want to go back to something you said. You said you felt like it was a mm-hmm. setup. 
set up by who and what part of it was a setup was it the organization of the event or are you just talking about like how people could potentially be treated or or are you talking about okay, like so that john sullivan kid one of the things when i say setup is this and i laid this out with the the riots that went on the peaceful protests uh, the riots that went on um this summer it's like first wave, second wave, third wave, right? So the first wave are your activists and they're on the ground. They're truly there to state their grievances. Yeah. The second wave are your agent provocateurs right. that come in and break the glass. And that's a metaphor for civility and, and, and boundaries. Okay. Once that glass is broken, then the third wave of criminality and debauchery comes in. Mm because all civility is gone once the second wave acts. And you saw this in all the cities across America during the summer, doing uh, the Antifa slash Black Lives Matter uh, riots, protests, whatever you want to call them. The, the ground, the people on the ground would show up first. It would be daylight, they'd be protesting. As soon as the sun went down, that, so that glass would break. And then the third, that would be the second wave. And then the third wave would come in and that would be your average run of the mill criminals yep. that would loot yep. and set fires. And this, this is a normal, I mean, this is, this is a strategy. Yes. So I think the same thing happened on the other side. You had your first wave, your people. And, and I'll, let, me be, let me be really clear. I mean, can we be completely honest here? Okay. The people I think in the Capitol were Donald Trump fans. Okay. And they wanted to send them, like, it's like a football game, you know, the people that paint the yeah. chest red and blue and, yeah. and put on their costumes. And, you know, that, that's what that was, was. That wasn't really an insurgency, I don't believe. The majority, the majority. Mm. Um, I, don't, I didn't see it that way because, to be honest with you, the real people that could cause the insurgency are not going to places where they can't carry their guns. Okay. Let's just keep it 100. I agree. <laughs> so so that's, that's how i see it um now and i just think it was a mm -hmm. a trap it was a trap now natasha kayleen's in the chat and she said uh this was a, a trap to make excuses to impose new laws and steal our rights what are your thoughts on that you agree with that you think that was i do agree with that because if you see I do agree with that. And I had a conversation with a good friend of my E-class. I always bring him up. And um, the way I see it is they let the left protest all summer and set the stage. Mm -hmm. So then the right said, well, the left can get away with it. We should too. Mm. And they've thrown this T word around both sides. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to contribute to the problem, but you know what T word I'm, 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 I'm referring to. And the government's like, yes. <laughs> you know, there's like those memes, like, do you want this or this? And it says, yes. You know what I'm saying? So, Cause you want everything. That's exactly what they're gonna do. They're gonna sweep up both sides and bring in civility. Their kind of civility. Mm. And they're gonna get rid of what the so-called, they call extremists. And, and it's, it, you know, it's problem, reaction, solution, right? That's, that's how it works. Um, and it gives you justification that, well, we're gonna be fair. My dad used to say something growing up. Cause I'm gonna whoop all of y'all asses to make sure I get the right one. <laughs> so that's what daddy government's gonna do right now. 
<laughs> he gonna whoop everybody ass to make sure he get the right one. Mm. And he's like, well, I, I was fair to both sides. Mm. Mm. So you um, wanna see the, the far left and far right be removed from social media and these things and it's gonna be very sanitized and you're gonna get back to business as usual in Washington, D.C. Um, yeah, back to business as usual is right. Hotel with a 499 Super Chat says, stay with it, big brothers. This conversation is much needed right now and even more. Appreciated by all of us. Hotel and Bill. Hotel and Bill, my brother. Hotel and Bill. Um, there was a recent um, finding. FBI has uh, arrested a gentleman by the name of John Sullivan. Did you see that story? Black Lives Matter accident, uh, 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 activist. Yes. I feel like, I feel like that lends to your, you know, first wave, second wave, third wave idea, right? Because I feel like there's a, a, is a possibility that Antifa was implanted in there and they, cause you know, here's what I told the conservatives last year and the year before I said, it's not exactly Black Lives Matter, or I should say Black, the Black community that's creating all these riots. Are we looting? Yes. The riots and burning down shit, that's definitely not no Black people shit. That's just not what we do. Um, so I said, there's, there's antagonists that are embedded inside the protests. And everyone's like, no, you're crazy. It's Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, nah, it's these Antifa Black Block dudes. So I feel like here again, they were victim of that same strategy because these, these black block Antifa types are radical, you know? And, and I feel like, right. uh, so what do you think? You think that that was a possibility that it wasn't Trump supporters that breached the Capitol it was potentially BLM and Antifa? Well, we gotta be careful when we say, was it, them that breached it were, were they um uh driven to breach it because it cl clearly there were some trump supporters in there clearly yeah baked alaska was recently now, arrested by the fbi that that news broke today so there was definitely trump supporters inside the capitol what i mean is the initial breach but who broke the glass who right. breaks the glass right that's the that's the question who, who busted the glass, glass to the gucci store <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so who broke the glass, I think, was definitely agent provocateurs. Okay. And if you remember back to the Black Lives Matter um, riots, remember the guy in all black with the umbrella at the auto zone? Yeah, yeah. Busting windows, and then they, they, they followed him back to alt-right group or some kind of alt-right connection, right? Okay. So I think they have strategically can put these people in place Say, okay, you're going to make the other side look bad, whoever you are, the opposite of you, you're going to make them look bad by setting it off. And then what, mm, once right. a crowd is riled up <laughs> and the blood gets to going, we see this in sports rallies, I mean, sports riots all the time, post the Super Bowl or college um, championships. Once the blood gets to flowing, it's like, yeah, let's go do it. And you make a dumb decision. <laughs> and, but I I take that point on both sides. Um, but to I think it was overhyped. I would say that because I'm looking at it, and you know I was looking at the TV, and they're like, "Oh, these T words, these T words." 
and I see people walking through ropes. Mm. And I'm like, what, what kind of, that's not how that works. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's like, there's a lot of conspiracies that go on with this. Yeah. Um, do you think, do you think, I just that... think, go ahead, go ahead. To be honest with you, they had to demonize all groups of people. Mm-hmm. Just like these protests, this summer was labeled as Black Lives Matter, even though only maybe 15 of the participants were black. Mm. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> and then you have the capital situation where you have what maybe at most 10% of the attendees. I mean, I mean that's, that's a gross number. I'm just saying, just say 10%. Mm-hmm. How do you let uh, a group of people be represented by a minority? Mm. But I, I was the golden, the, the silver lining in all of this. I hope we can get some empathy from both sides because right. a young lady lost her life. Mm-hmm. And if it would happen on the other side, they would dig into her past. They're mm-hmm. passing like, oh, she got a parking ticket on this day. And no, uh, she sold drugs or, you know, involved in this. It doesn't matter. Unarmed people shouldn't be shot. Right. So hopefully the people on the right can find compassion and empathy for the people on the left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we can have understanding. It's, it, to be honest with you, Hotel, it's a big mind screw, bro. Mm. The, all the irony and the, and the... Seriously, I had to take a step back. I even left social media for, because of it. Because I saw how people were being uh, weaponized and yeah, um, taken advantage of with the narrative, and it's like now you got the left and black people snitching and right. helping the cops that they tried to defund this summer, mm-hmm. and you got the, and you got the, the you know the right some components of it that were, you know, were blue lives matter, and now it's like oh, but they shot innocent woman. Right. So now you have these two sides that are normal, normally on certain sides of the spectrum, they did a complete flip-flop. And mm. was that done by uh, on purpose? Maybe. I'm going to bring up something too. I don't know how conspiratorial you get, but it's a funny that two Olympic athletes are at the forefront on both sides of this uh, capital thing. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> If you if you buy into MK Ultra, oh, I'm just saying with it. the Olympic athletes. I'm just saying it's amazing how you have an Olympic swimmer on one side and an Olympic speed skater on the other side. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, I was looking for empathy from the so right. I'm just I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get that. I was looking for empathy from the right. You know, um. Or trying, I should say, I was trying to encourage it uh, when, you know, um, Black Lives Matter protested. Because I'm like, you know, not everybody is the Black Lives Matter evil organization type. Like, some of this stuff is local. Like, we saw the local chapters were complaining about the greater chapter, the mothership chapter, not filtering some of that $100 billion or whatever, $10 million whatever large amount of money they got not not getting down to the local and i was telling people there's a difference between these local chapters and that big organization with soros funds right and you know some of these protests you know like you made a great point you said how can you 
categorize the whole group of people by a minority, by the actions of a minority. So it's a small group of these Black Lives Matter people, Antifa people, who would come in and make a, a peaceful protest violent. And I got somebody on the ground in Colorado I'm bringing on next Tuesday. He's got some great primary source information, and he talks a lot about it. It's going to be a very, very interesting conversation, my homie Trey, um, and how this stuff mm -hmm. uh, sort of coalesces. But it was a great point you said, you know, how can you categorize a group of people based upon a minority? And that's what happened to conservatives at the Capitol. The whole group was castigated based upon the actions of a small minority. And I'm like, see, this is, see, it's happening to you. And that's the empathy they need to learn because that's what's been done to so-called black people since our existence. They've represented us by a minority. So hopefully the two sides can sit down and not even talk to each other, but at least look at the, what's presented and say, you know what? Maybe our approach is different. You know, maybe when a, I didn't do nothing, you know that meme, as a yeah. white lady, as a patriot, <laughs> may, maybe we need to slow down on the rhetoric. Mm. Mm -hmm. And maybe mm -hmm. we need to slow down on defunding the police. Or maybe we need to say when there's a shooting of a little girl in D.C., black people need to step up and do the same thing they did with these patriots, a so-called patriots on the right-hand side. Mm. Get active with them Twitter fingers and say, oh, I see them. This is who it is. You know what I'm saying? The same way they were doing that, let's, cl let's clean up our communities the same way. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? That, that was little John John. You know, that's who did it, you know. Not yeah. to be stereotypical, but I'm just saying there's some things that we can learn from this situation. I always try to take away. Uh, I say this. It's not wins and losses. It's wins and lessons. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And what is the lesson that we can take away from this? And that lesson is that one, empathy. Two, both sides have a common uh, yeah. adversary. Yeah. And three, both sides are being utilized to bring about a bigger uh, initiative. Mm. Mm. So, what initiative are you talking about? Build back better, what you mean? The Great Reset. <laughs> both sides are contributing. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> both sides are contributing to... <laughs> the the great reset that's a very controversial claim there mr mo how do you well my dad said i'm gonna whoop both sides to make sure i get the right one how do you substantiate that claim mr mo facts i substantiate that claim by what the outcome will be uh restoring order you heard joe biden say the same thing whoa 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 y'all get too far left for me we ain't hey. doing nothing to, to the police. He said law. So there's order. nothing. And, and I, I want to say, let's can, can we can we back up a little bit? I mean, I, I know sure. you, I, I know you probably got a structure for this show, but I was no, I have I no structure. talk about but how we got to this point. Mm -hmm. I know I just, just want to make sure I'm, I'm not running rickshaw. I got you. Um, let's be honest here. The Republicans were done with Donald Trump the day that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. It's over. Wow. It's right. That was the worst thing that ever happened for him. Wow. They didn't need him after that. If she, ma if she makes it, holds on to the third term, then they got to back him. 
Why? To get that third justice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She would retire within the four years, but when she passed away, that sealed his fate. It was uh. over. We got our tax cuts. We got our three justices. Let's get back to business as usual. Uh, uh, interesting. If she interesting. hangs on, then they can't. Then then they can't do the way they did. You see, they can't play this the way they played it. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the Republicans, mm-hmm. because Donald Trump was never a Republican. Donald Trump was never an elite. The NFL frowned upon him. Manhattan frowned upon him. You know, his 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 peers frowned upon him. So yeah. it's like, oh well, we got it. Well, he got he got the people right now. He got he got the, you know, um, he has the people's hearts. So let's use that. But when she took her last breath, mm-hmm. Donald Trump's political career took its last breath. Mm. Quotable right there. When Ruth Bader Ginsburg took her last breath, Donald Trump's career took his last breath. Woo. Let me read this super chat. Adam Rezich. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. No, no. What I want to say is push back against that. Well, on, on the other side, of these, I want you to push back against that so we can flesh that out. I, I, there's no reason to. It's it's such an interesting take. I'd have to, you know, think about that after we log off. I never, I never even. He caught me off guard with that one. You know, um, I'm not. I'm not. Because if she, if she lives. Republican can't leave it up to will Joe Biden do the right thing with the justices. Mm. <laughs> they can't leave that up. So, but so, when, so, she, so, when she passes on, it's like we can be done with him. We can be done with him. Hey, he's bad for business. All right, let's 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 help me understand this claim more then, because I don't know what the fuck you talk about. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. Um. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is uh, a Democrat, right? Or was? Right. So what you're saying is... Yes. When she was out, Trump was able to rally the base to get that next Republican to replace her seat. So once they got that in there... Correct. They no longer needed Trump. That's exactly. rather interesting, Mr. Mo. That's rather fucking interesting. Rather fucking interesting. So, so damn. Now, now let now let's 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 take it the opposite of that. If she survives past uh November, I think fourth or it was a fourth, I think. If she passed survives past that point, mm-hmm. the Republicans gotta play it different the way they support Donald Trump. Wait, say that again. They can't turn his back on him. If what? Because they need that third justice. Right, 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 right. Right. Yeah, that's 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 a great claim, man. That's that's fucking top. That's up there, man. That's that's hard. That's hardcore, yo. Um Adam Resich followed out Super Chat. He said, one of the most interesting parts of the Capitol riots was the pipe bomb story that was told in immediately memory hole. Thanks for the convo. Mm. Kent Thoreau, appreciate you guys. Happy to see the reunion. Yeah. Mo was back. Mo hit me up. He's like, yo, I got to talk to the people. I said, no doubt. We're going to get that scheduled up. We were supposed to go yesterday, but um, I had shit to do. So we, we made sure it happened today. Um, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Sketch. Trish, my mod's in the chat. Ebony, appreciate you. Uh, 
black people said that had they were uh, demonstrated at the Capitol, they would have been treated differently. You agree or disagree, Mr. Mofax? It depend on if they were sent or if they were uh, moving on their own. Ooh, it's a great, great, great <laughs> way to place that. I like that. I agree. I agree. The reason why I say that is look, look how Baltimore was handled back in 2016, 15. I forget which one year it was. I think it was 16 compared to how this summer was handled. Mm. Baltimore, they were thugs. What are they doing? They did the same thing they did this summer, but the coverage was different. Mm. What was the coverage like? Because they were sent this summer. Mm. Oh, then it was, they were in Baltimore, they were thugs and out of control, even Obama called them thugs, mm. which we all know thugs is a blanketed word to call people the N-word. Mm -hmm. So this was during the Obama administration. And, and, and that's what I told a lot of people. I said, a lot of people forget the media was not pro-Black Lives Matter in the very beginning. You're right. They was calling them well, I don't thugs. Think, I don't even think that was, I don't even think that was, I don't even think that was, I think that was natural. Correct. Whenever the black man moves naturally, it'll be demonized. But mm. if you're sent, it's kind of like Animal Farm, you know, mm. with the dogs. The pigs took over, they took the dogs in the house. <laughs> yeah. If it's the dogs doing the riding, that's fine. It's totally acceptable. Yeah. Peaceful. Mostly peaceful. <laughs> well, let us break one window on our own. <laughs> let us break one window on our own. Got to get these thugs out of here. What is this? Total anarchy. So it's not exactly. So, it, it, that statement has a little nuance to it. Right. So it's not exactly just racial. It's all about, is it sanctioned or not? It, it, that's a perfect word, sanctioned. Yes. If it's unsanctioned, you know how it goes. That's, that's, that's how I looked at it. I said... If Black Lives Matter showed up at the Capitol, it would have been cool. But if some hoteps or yep. some Farrakhan type showed up at the Capitol like that, then yeah, I think that statement is plausible. Probably would have got an ass whoop. Would have been a lot of, lot of blood. But Black Lives Matter? I don't know. I think they'd have just opened the door and served them niggas Kool-Aid and fried chicken and said, welcome in. Do you then know they run up in the Capitol and... 16? I think something like they, they made their way in. They, they pushed their way in. They made it. In the they, Senate, excuse me. Yeah, they made they pushed their way to the Senate floor in the Senate, but that was a bunch of uh, white liberals, white liberal women under the name and the flag of Black Lives Matter. Of course, there were black people present, but it was mostly white women. Right. So it's not exactly equivalent, but it was the Black Lives Matter flag that was flown during that event, not black faces. Um, I believe. So I, I think you made the perfect word sanction. If it's sanctioned, it's, it's acceptable. Yeah. I believe that it all depends on how the media decides to spin. Because when them cameras are on, it's different, right? For example, Farrakhan holds the Million Man March, and it don't be no cameras out there. You ever notice that the media never covers when he has a, his rally? You can't give it oxygen. And that's why we have to start questioning the people. 
we had to start questioning the people that does get camera time. Mm. And that's what I you do with what I do. Mm. Why is this person allowed to talk? Why are we building statues to these certain people? Mm. Mm-hmm. And these other people are demonized. I mean, let's just keep it funky. Mm-hmm. When, 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 when Malcolm X gonna get a holiday? <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen though. <laughs> Malcolm X was hotel. Why not? I mean, not even BET covered. Not even BET covered. Um, not even BET covered Louis Farrakhan's march. Not even BET got no press coverage. You know, so I feel like if there were black people, number one, it wouldn't get press coverage. That way, there wouldn't be a whole lot of cameras to capture the bloodshed. DC McBride said, uh, establishment DS Dems or pubs allow this chaos because they fear the commoners of all color colors and philosophies will realize they've been played forever. Mo, a lot of black people say, you know, the United States government is place we live in is a system of white supremacy. But then they went around, went and turned around mm-hmm. and said that it was white supremacists who stormed the Capitol. Is this white supremacists attacking white supremacists? A house divided against itself can't fall. That's what Christ said. A house <laughs> divided against itself. I don't, I don't. Can't stand, excuse me, will fall. Can't stand. Right. So would they risk that or was it just theater? Hmm. Hmm. A lot of people are saying it was theater. I'm saying right. that a lot now. Right. Let's let's just be honest. Let, right. You got to ask yourself who won from this, who lost. Mm-hmm. The winners is um, people for more control, locking people in. Um, the losers, people that question the system of white supremacy. And people, I know some people may roll their eyes when they say, oh, white supremacy, but what do you think the deep state is? What do you think the Illuminati is? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, what do you, people are easily say those things exist, but then they'll say, oh, well, white supremacy don't exist. What do you think they're pushing? And mm-hmm. white is not even a color. White is not a color. Mm-hmm. It's like black is not a color. These, these, are, these are constructs mm-hmm. to say who's pure and who is not. Mm-hmm. Who's allowed in? Who's not? Mm. It's like you see now. Asian people are considered not people of color. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Mm. So it's for the betterment and the pushing of that system, and that system is about globalization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a global system. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me about the great resale, build back better. It's white supremacy. Mm. Mm. White as in, because you say this is just a construct, but then you go back and you say this is this is white supremacy. So are you saying that the people that run this right. are white or are they just running under the guise of whiteness? Well, they or, pick or, who is white. Right. Okay, so white, you're, white, you're talking white about... White is a very fluid... <laughs> 
This is a classification that has little right, to do with very fluid. You're talking about as far as it's considered in law, right? Like like how the Moors used the term. Yes. Okay. So we're talking about yes. legal designation, just as how um, the uh, Arab community in the 90s uh, lobbied to be considered white when they came here, right? That's what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. So you're saying... Just that, like how the Italians, when they got here, and the Irish, when they got here, were, wasn't white, mm -hmm. but they realized that we need those numbers, um, and they were grafted in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same so, thing, like I said, with Asians now. Asians are being grafted into whiteness. Mm -hmm. That's why you never hear um, Asian people, or you rarely hear it referred to as people of color. A right. colored people, as I call it. You're mm -hmm. not, you're not going to flip that around to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just call me colored. I mean, that's, that's what you mean. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this, this is a system of white supremacy, but it doesn't have necessarily much to do with white people. You're talking about a white legal designation. Um, interesting concept. Now, it's, wasn't that the creation of it? I mean, that's the create when they created yes. it. That was the purpose. That that's correct. That's correct. If you have one, I think, great great grandparent. <laughs> this black. No, 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 no. It's not pure enough. Mm -hmm. That is true. It does. It does begin. Um, I'm, I want to say probably, maybe 1867 when they incorporated the United States. I think that's when, it, yeah, yeah, I think that's when it happened. Um, yeah. So, um, now the new thing is radical white extremism, radical white supremacists, radical white terrorists. Um, why, why, why is the uh, great white brotherhood pushing this idea? of white radical extremists and terrorists rising up in America. Well, at the, at the crux of it, it's really a gender war. A gender war. Now let me explain. Yes, they want to get rid of the fathers. Mm, mm. Mm. Get rid of the fathers, then you get the same thing they did with. I always say this on my show, and please listen, to people, when I say this, it starts with us. Mm. Take the father out of the house, make the state the father, then you can train them up any way you want to train them up. It's the same thing now. Take the father out of the house or make him subdue him uh, with shame, with fear then we can raise the future up the way we want to. Mm. That's what it boils down to. Masculinity, you, I, you think you wrote a book on it about masculinity. The unbreakable rules of masculinity. Masculinity is under attack. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, 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 the, and the most potent form of masculinity in this system is white masculinity. Mm. Because it has the power of whiteness with it. <laughs> mm, mm. interesting okay you go so they said if they could take out white men everybody else will fall in line mm. that's the that's the whole it's butt breaking it's butt it's butt it's butt bruh 
<laughs> They're being butt broken. Let's bring the strongest out. You know how it goes. Let's bring the strongest out in front of all the women and the children. Yeah. Break him. Y'all see how that went? Now fall in line. Uh, uh. I think they broke a lot of people this week when they labeled those people at the Capitol terrorists. Yes, they did. A lot of people seem really broken, man. Mm. Damn, you hitting out the park with this that's, one, man. That's it, they, 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 <laughs> they were butt broken, and it, and it's <clears throat> I say it with jest because it's not. It's just another day for us. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep, <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> As a black man in America, you basically saying like, oh yeah, we've been dealing with this. Yeah, Jack from Jack Johnson on. Mm. I mean, you freak it, you think it too freely there, uh. Jack Johnson. Let's create white slavery in the Man Act. Uh. I think it was called. Uh-huh. Transporting white women across state lines, uh-huh. get them up out of here, and that and that's. And I thought it was the people's house. Mm. I mean, I, I don't get you know. I mean, I watch politics just for the social side of it. Uh-huh aspects of it but i don't get really deep into the nuts and bolts of politics Mm -hmm. except for the act of voting Mm. because i think that's the only thing that really matters Mm -hmm. um how people are manipulated to use their vote Mm -hmm. but after that it's like once you ever whoever you send there they're going to do business how they see fit right um so that's how real power is voting but um The CJ, uh, CKJ3, 49.99 Super Chat. I got to do a dance when they come in like that. Woo! When you are filled with self-hate, your mind is reversed, meaning you will love the things that destroy you, and you will hate the things that advance your growth. Real talk. That's a quote by Dr. Amos Wilson. Tommy Riley, thank you. He said, uh, Trump the Manchurian candidate to prove to the CIA they can manipulate the populace for votes. Gotta remember the CIA was founded by former... Woo! Uh-oh. Watch out now. I'm trying to keep my channel. Mo facts. <laughs> I, need you to, I need you to uh explain something else to me. What's that? There's a heavy military presence at the Capitol now as we approach an inauguration of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I think they said 20,000 troops, maybe 30,000. I don't know what it is. I want to know why. Why? I think I heard 20 or 30, yeah. Why, why is there such a heavy military presence? Now, 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 before you answer that, I just want to say something. I don't think anybody was going to show up in the first place for some insurrection, right? I don't, I don't think nobody was going to organize again during the thing. I think everybody was broken, like you said, buck broken. I, I think everybody's like, all right, fuck it, y'all won. We'll catch y'all maybe in the next four years. So why is there a huge military presence at the Capitol? Because if you want to paint the narrative of there was no second, you know, uh, uprising because we acted strongly. Mm. That's how you do this. Mm. 
you have to spike. It's like the vaccine right now. It's like the vaccine is going to be used. I don't. I don't want to. The like, what? Pivot the vagine. You said vagine. The, the vagine. The vaccine. The no, vaccine. You said vagine. <laughs> you said vagine. The vaccine. No, no. You said the vagine. <laughs> yeah, vagine. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, you said vagine. Yes, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I, I'm used to speaking freely. Um. <laughs> It said it's the same thing as the vagine. I don't vagine. break bread with the tube, so yeah, the vagine. So it's the same thing as that. Um, in the case of, oh, everything is better now because we took this action. Mm. Like now, everything's opening up, mm. right? And it's going to be, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We open, we have Chicago opening up, New York opening up. It's due to that, um, the miracle that we were blessed with. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like nothing happened because we acted strongly. And what makes people more fearful than, oh my God, the Capitol's an attack and they had to bring in 30,000 troops. Right? It writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> I think it also lends to painting what happened on the sixes big problem, right? And, and it makes people, you know, the so-called white supremacist national uprising look like more of a threat. It's, so it's still theater. No? Mm -hmm. You don't think so? Yes. I mean, well, it, this whole system, this whole system operates out of fear. Uh, bars. This is true. See, see, see. Uh, I know we said we we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. I want, but I want to talk about something else. Okay. Because I, I've uh, foreshadowed to it before, and this is our people. We got to talk about our people for a minute. Let's talk about our people. Either we're for police or we're not for police, and now we're working with the police. And <laughs> what? <laughs> Which side is it? It's like you want to defund the police, but the police is mostly chasing black men down to collect child support checks. Can we keep it 100 here? Mm. Mm. So if you really cared about black men, you would take black men off child support so they wouldn't have to interact with the police. Uh-oh. Here we go. Motron, get me canceled tonight. No, I'm not trying to get... <laughs> I really... And please stop me if I... But what I'm saying is when you look at the bigger picture, yeah, this is what everybody's self-serving. Everybody is self-serving. It's like last week this was okay, but now this week it's not. Yeah, yeah. If it's fucked up police, it's it's got to always be fucked up police. There's right. No, that, you, now, the reason why I brought that up, you said about fear. Yeah. Black men move out of fear, but what fear is that from? If she calls the cops on me because I ain't paid child support in a couple of months, I'm going down. Yeah. And that's leverage. Yeah. So this leverage and fear is seen in our community in a very clear way. And I like, as I always say, if it starts with us, it don't end with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now you got some kids saying, Dad, don't make me call and say you're a, some white kid. Dad, don't make me call and say you're some this. <laughs> like that girl who or snitched that. Her, like that girl that snitched on her family at the uh at the Capitol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
here. Well, let's talk about let's talk trauma about based mind, trauma based entertainment, trauma based it's trauma based fear. Uh, now we're gonna come back to the black community in a second, but what about the flip flop from the conservatives? Okay. You know, they went from back to blue to fuck the police. Why 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 are they just now having this epiphany? Shouldn't they been fuck fuck uh fuck the blue from the beginning? Or are they just not educated on how the system works? No. No, they know how it works. Okay. That, what, was it, it was it just because the police was kicking the black man's ass so they didn't care? It's kind of like how black folks are championing the police because they're kicking the white man's ass when the police was kicking the black man's ass. These patriots didn't care. Is is that what's happening here, or is there something else? And how, and what we need to do is this. I'm gonna mm -hmm. say this. First of all, if I'm, I got to keep the same energy. Okay. I can't let the minority <laughs> represent. The whole. The whole group. Correct. So we all got to do some house cleaning. Yes. Black, white, and the blue. Yes. We got to get these bad elements out. Mm-hmm. The same, I, I keep the same, keep the same energy. All right. The same way you was telling on the 6th. You see police not acting right. I need you to tell the same way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because whether it's true or not, it's what you believe. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I talk about a lot is the mind trap and victimization mentality. Now, mm -hmm. victimization mentality is far more harmful than the actual reality, but it's still a reality to some people. And those stories lend to post-traumatic stress, um, anxiety, these things. Yeah. So I want everybody on each side, dig deep. Think about how you feel if you uh, get associated with a group mm -hmm. because you wear a certain hat or you vote a certain way. Mm -hmm. Now, be empathetic to the people on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to no get there. There's no difference between Babbitt and, and, and George Floyd, huh? How mm. we get there? No, I don't want. All right, well, go ahead. Go ahead. You, how you, do we you, get there? Yeah, how do we get there? How do we get to the place Self, of union? Self awareness. Mm. Self awareness. And in today's age, you you expect people to have self awareness? How do how do you get people to have self awareness? That's the big part. That's the, that's the, that's the big thing. People to become conscious. Hold, like that, hold that's, a mirror you know, up to them. Okay. Hold a mirror up to them. And I'm not going to say it's going to be perfect. Right. Because, I mean, we led, this, we, led the, we, we led the conversation off with pork, right? Yeah. And me and you both know about pork and all the unhealthy things about it. And when somebody holds that mirror up to you, like, you know, it has stuff in there that doesn't die with heat or freezing. And whatever else they, you know what I'm saying, tell you. Yeah. Now, you still enjoy your pepperoni pizza, and I still enjoy a slice of my Easter ham once a year. Mm -hmm. uh, but the self-awareness keeps me from eating it the other 364 days out of the year. Right. So it's the truth. That's the self-awareness. 
to say, mm. okay, are you a hypocrite? Are you not a hypocrite? And that's what I do mostly on my show is point out hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. I don't tell people what to think. I don't even really tell people how to think. But I'm just saying, if you think it, keep keep it the same way. But call the call hate, it game fair. If you're going to call the, it tight, call it tight. But the hate is so strong amongst the black community. You know, I saw Jeff Charles. He was on um, Fox Hill the other day arguing with uh, Roland Martin and some other black liberals. And... Um, they were rolling clips from the sixties, you know, trying to make that, trying to make that comparison and say, Oh, if we were at the Capitol, you know, this is what would have happened. And they rolling clips from the sixties and the fifties. Right. Mm-hmm. So our people have these images in their mind. When they think of white people, that's what they see. They don't see anything other than a reason to hate. How do you change that? Or, or get them to say, look, these, these, the white allies you're standing next to, like Malcolm X said, aren't really your allies, but you might have some potential allies on the other side of the partisan pond. How do we get them to see that? That's you gotta the problem. You got to hold that mirror up to them. You mm-hmm. got to hold that mirror up to them and say, look at George Floyd. Look, I think our last name was Babbitt. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see these two things differently. Now, 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 I got to cut you off there. You're the problem. I got to, I got to cut you off there. What's that? I'm going to, let me pull up my tweet. Cause I, I, mm-hmm. I, I tried, right? I, I, I didn't try. I was, I, let me just say, um, I was expressing myself, right? And, and, and how I felt people should respond to that situation. And I said, on January 7th, I said, show your humanity when lives are lost. That goes for Breonna Taylor, and that goes for Ashley Babbitt. Humanity is how we heal. And, bro, when I tell you the black community was furious, they were furious. I shouldn't say black community. I should say black Twitter. You know, elements okay. elements of black Twitter. Again, we don't want to label everybody under the same thing. Elements the, the, of... The, 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 the majority of the vitriol came from black accounts. The loud majority. The, the, the loud minority. Excuse me. The loud minority. Mm-hmm. Let's call them what they are. Right. The loud They're minority. They're the loudest. Yes. So, so I'm, I was, you know, but I thought average, I was. Every day people had to step up and say. Um, so I made that comment. Is there anything wrong with that tweet? Maybe the timing of it. Okay. See, this is this is this was this was this was this was January seventh, one fifty eight p.m. The day after we found out Ashley Babbitt was killed. This is when the white community just found out Ashley Babbitt was killed. Was that not the right time? Mm-hmm. No, that's not the right time. Because you said you know just like George it's Floyd, it's not the best time. I'm okay. not. I'm not gonna let me let me let me. Yeah. It's not the best time. When is the best time? And I, I get on Candace Owens about this. Uh, I, I get on Candace Owens about this. Song. I mean, because she's a bright, 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 bright young lady. Mm-hmm. Bright, bright. But her timing is off. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you don't have the conversation. You know, it's like coming home from daddy's funeral. We want to talk about the wheel. It's like this ain't the time to have this conversation. Yeah. 
Yeah. People's emotions are high, you know, emotionally drained. Yeah. There's some valid points that we need to discuss. Mm-hmm. Let's table that conversation. Mm-hmm. And this is where I keep going back to this word empathy. Mm-hmm. Because even what I do, hotel, if you haven't noticed, I take these talking points mm-hmm. that these social justice warriors like to use and actually put them to work. Like mm. we, we use doing the work. Mm. Yeah. Doing the work, they want to say, oh, you know, this is doing the work. But no, doing the work is actually getting to meet people that don't think like you and okay. don't look like you. Yeah. And getting to know them. Right. So this year I'm taking empathy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Empathy and sympathy are two different things. Yeah. Empathy is because you go through something, you've been through something, you can identify with a per- what a person's going through. Right. So this whole situation gives both sides a chance for empathy. Okay. A clear chance for empathy. Yes. But they was celebrating her death. They were so stepping on her body. Nobody's trying to hear about fentanyl and George Floyd. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. Nope, nobody was trying to hear about George Floyd and, and, and fentanyl the day after it happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, just, that's not the conversation we're trying to have. Well, we're talking about the black community, right? Yeah. Now, the black community, Breonna Taylor's way back last year. The problem they had was the juxtaposition of Breonna Taylor to Ashley Babbitt. They said, how dare you invoke Breonna Taylor's name to this white terrorist, Ashley Babbitt? And I'm very careful how I use that T word. <laughs> this is this is the I'm word they use. Very careful. This is the word they use. They used it I know, several I know, times. No, I'm not say- yeah, I'm not saying that to you. I'm right. saying that to I'm people who's using it. Yeah. Be careful how you throw that word around. Right. Because once you label it as one of those, there's a whole different law book. <laughs> word. <laughs> you got the citizen law book, <laughs> and then you got the T-word law book. Yeah. And the T word with all book is like, oh yeah, well, ain't, ain't no Miranda rights. <laughs> ain't no letting people know you know where you're at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I went out to go check the mail and I ain't seen me in six weeks. <laughs> so we gotta be careful how we throw that T word around because that that's a whole different law book. That's that's what threw me left. I'm like, yo, y'all labeled her a T word? And I'm like, really? Like, wow, like the people at the at the at the Capitol, even the ones that participated in entering the building, they were using the T word. And I'm just like, really? Like, yeah, that's what y'all gonna label them? Some didn't so then it becomes, well, then who really is a terrorist? You know? Well, like, well let's do let's do the math on that. Let's let's do the math on that. So if we call the people at the Capitol terrorists, right? Mm-hmm. Then they say, well, if we're, if they'll accept it, if we if we are this, then the people this summer were terrorists and Chaz and Chop. Mm. Yeah, I mean, from 2016 and, and, on. And daddy's like, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, daddy's like, yes, I can go for that. <laughs> right. All of y'all, I'll put T's on all of y'all. Right. Yeah, that's really wild to me. And and they said it like repeatedly. They were like, you know, how dare you compare her to to, to the T word? How do you just to this T word? How do you compare her to the T word? I'm like, damn, y'all all throwing this term out there. Meanwhile, I just you know I just felt for people who you know 
I was trying to I was trying to make a statement to the conservatives and say like, look, yo, like y'all need to have some compassion for Breonna Taylor. And you know, when they bring up Breonna Taylor, like, oh, her boyfriend was a criminal and she was a drug dealer and all this other shit. And I'm just like, again, like who y'all who y'all siding with? Fellow Americans or the state? You know what I'm saying? Because right now it seems like you're defending the state when you yourself as Americans always say innocent and proven till guilty. Everybody deserves um, just due process. And you say all that till a nigga got black mm -hmm. skin. <laughs> and now it's to, to, to a person got a red hat. And now it's, yeah, so now it's their turn. Like I said, conservatives is the new Negroes. You agree with that statement or not? Well, I say it a little different. I say MAG is the new nagger. <laughs> it is, right? Let's just keep it 100. That, that's, what, that's the way it is. Guilty by associate. That is so dangerous. It is. That is so dangerous. It really is, man. And people don't even realize it because it's like, oh, I finally get to call the other side. Yeah. Right. And that's the point of polarization. Yeah. And, and if you're a watcher of Game of Thrones, are you a watcher of Game of Thrones? No, or I'm not. Are you a watcher of Game of Thrones? No, nah, I never saw it. Okay. So the concept is, is you had this thing called the Iron Bank. Okay. And the Iron Bank was completely peaceful. And all they did was loan money to the other families to have wars with each other. Okay. The Iron Bank's happy right now. Because <laughs> like, yep. They're mm. busy with each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We about to come in here and, and, and run it up. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Nobody's looking at us. And then guess what? Either each side got to pay the Iron Bank back. And guess what? The Iron Bank, when you defeat a person that's a debtor to the Iron Bank, you inherit their debt. Right. So it's a win-win. Um. I'm looking for, let me find, I'm going to find this in a second. Let me read the super chat and then I'm going to read this message from somebody, a celebrity. Big Bank Hank, thank you. He said, uh, you know how I know BLM is a front. They talk about equity and defunding police, but not ending war on drugs. Can't have equity without fathers. Facts. Well, war on drugs. I don't exactly. Let's talk about this, Mo. Real fast, let me read this other one. Cash is Cam. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, low mo, uh, love Mo Facts and Adam Curry. Thanks for the fire content. As always, HJ, is Kamala Harris just Hillary Clinton in blackface? <laughs> That's funny. So when they say war on drugs, do you agree with the war on drugs? Mm -hmm. I don't. So, so, clarify, clarify what you mean. Do you do do you agree with the war on drugs? Well, in the context uh, where he's saying it. That, he's say, say, or, do I agree it is, exists? No, what I'm saying, do you agree or, that there should be a war on drugs? To me, yes. okay, let me, let explain. Me, let me clarify what I mean when I say yes. Who, who should fight it is the people in the neighborhoods. Mm. Okay. Shouldn't, shouldn't be fought. So my, and and, and I, I use television. I use a lot of references to television and TV shows because they resonate with people. Mm -hmm. And one of the clips I played from my show was from the show Rock back yes. in the 1990s I remember. with Charles S. Dutton. Yes. That's how you have the war on drugs. Mm. Andre, you got to get up off my block. Yeah. 
and you keep pushing them and you keep pushing them and you keep pushing them and use that same energy. Like I said, the same energy that was so-and-so from this bank. And that was so-and-so from this, the same way you was taking pictures and using on social media, clean up your neighborhoods the same way. That's how you fight the war on drugs because drugs, I'm not really against drugs Mm -hmm. because people are going to do what they want to do. The problem I have with drugs is one, the potency of it, Mm -hmm. you know, coca leaf is definitely different from cocaine powder, cocaine. Yeah. Uh, Opium plants, totally different from fentanyl. Yeah. Uh, Even marijuana. Now you see that. Um, uh, what what people smoked in the 1990s is totally different from wax and dabs and yeah, the potency. So it's the potency I have a problem with. Right. Uh, wine is totally different from distilled alcohol, such as Everclear and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I think if you address the potency, that's one thing. If you make it legal, I think that takes the cool away from it. We've seen things of that nature in different um, European countries when they legalized it. It, kids are like, nah, well, it's not really rebellious. Mm-hmm. So um, they're not into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing we call drugs was really a, a form of genocide in our community. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just let it off as no drugs. Right. Uh, crack, you know, crack. No. No, that was a, that was a, that was genocide. Mm-hmm. In the 70s, we saw the same thing with heroin. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 2000s, we saw the same thing with the opium epidemic. And this is the thing, go back to empathy. And I, I know I, I know I'm harping on this, but when we see our aunties and uncles strung out on crack, you have you feel a certain way for them. Mm-hmm. But when you see a white family in West Virginia or Middle America, or the R Ozarks, it's like, you know, you have no empathy for them. Okay. And that bomb was dropped on them the same way. <laughs> mm. It's like, oh, we got a surplus of opium. Where are we going to ship it? Mm-hmm. Ship mm-hmm. it to Middle America. Mm. And the only reason people say this, and this, this is a fallacy that people say, well, you know the only reason that they didn't lock them up because they're white. No, the only reason they locked them up is because their dealers were white. Mm-hmm. In white coats and stethoscopes. Mm-hmm. 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 That's the only reason they were treated different. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason they were treated differently. Well, that's 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 my take on this so-called war on drugs, right? Like, first of all, the state should not be the one carrying it out, you know? Um, but when I think of the state carrying out a war on drugs, to me, it just means monopoly on drugs. You can't sell them, but I can. And, and if you do sell them, I'm going to send my thugs to kidnap you, right? That's, that's, what, that's what the state does. The state is authorized uh, only a particular set of dealers in, in white lab coats to sell drugs at high prices, and they are protected by the state. So it's a monopoly on drugs. Whenever mm-hmm. I see this war on drugs by the state, I just think, oh, you just guys want a monopoly on drugs. Um, so I, I don't, I don't, uh, I agree with what you said. You know, if we want to clean up our communities, we got to do it ourselves. The Haitian $10 super chat. He says, well, you th- do you think? Go ahead, go ahead. 
No, finish it too, but I'm, I'm sorry. But do you think that was the monopoly on the drugs? Or it was a strategic way to remove men from a uh, up and coming and uh, competitive demographic. You see, the way the I, I look at it totally different. The, the I don't way, think it's about the drugs. I don't think I think it was the outcome of the drugs. The way the cathedral works is when they push the button. It's like an octopus. It affects you in many different ways. It's 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 not a. They don't mm. do one thing for one purpose. They do one thing to affect a hundred different things. So you would be correct and say it affects the black community. It affects black men, right? You would be correct, but that's they mm -hmm. don't do things for one reason. What? Let let me get let me get, let me give you a, uh, something to chew on. Okay. Everybody talks about the Flint water, right? Yeah. And the lead in the water, you know, that. But why was there lead in the water they were drinking in the first place? Because they were selling the clean water off. Right. Everybody wants to talk about <laughs> the lead in the water. I'm asking, how did we get here and where did the water you used to drink go? Right. And they were selling rights to that water away. So right. that's what I'm saying is, it's not look at the drugs that made it to the communities. What was the end goal and what was the reason for it being there in the first place? Mm -hmm. And I, I honestly think it was to destroy our people. It wasn't that, oh, we have a surplus of cocaine and we just need to sell it somewhere. No, 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 no. And I agree with you that it can be multifaceted. I, I, I agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. But I think the end goal was because I look at that before that, you had the Vietnam War, which was to destroy our communities. And before that, you had, you know what I'm saying, the opium, you know saying, the uh, heroin epidemic. It's like everything, like, let's give them another one. <laughs> let's give them another one <laughs> mm -hmm. to destroy our community. Now, could that be um, um, paranoid? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't argue with that at all. I just feel as though, you know, for example, you know, sometimes I troll on the internet and somebody will say, Hotep Jesus, you know, you're just trying to trigger people. And you're right. But that's not the only thing I'm doing, right? Or sometimes I'm not even trolling. Right, right. You know, a, a lot of the times I'm not trolling. People just think it's trolling. Really, the big goal is I want to just make people think and question things, right? That's like, that's the big goal and the right. red pill and to, you know, start to provoke thought. But people think I'm doing it to just trigger. And it's like, no, I don't do things for one reason. I do them for multiple reasons. So if I'm doing it at the, at the micro level, imagine how a committee of oligarchs thinks, hey, if we do this, what are the hundred different ways the entire world will be affected by this one decision? Yes, the black community will be destroyed, but it's very minor thinking, especially when you say that this is a group of globalists. They're thinking a lot bigger than that. Hmm. And this goes back to our old conversation. Mm -hmm. I think the world goes the way of let me say this. Black people have a very influential position in this world. Sure. 
specifically American black people. Sure. And you see this with hip hop. Whatever they can pump through us and get us the champion, then it goes global. Okay. We had the conversation about Nike. Mm-hmm. Phil Knight was making Nike long before Michael Jordan came along, but Michael Jordan made Nike what it was. Correct. So that's why well, my point I'm getting to is that if they can get us to co-sign anything, as well as calling people the T-word, it'll go global. Mm. It'll pop. Mm. Mm-hmm. Look how mm. fast our slang makes it into <laughs> into the vernacular. Well, is that what they're doing with uh, Stacey Abrams and Kamala Harris and Maxine Waters, uh, Jamel Hill? Yes. Mm-hmm. Seems like they they use they it seems like they use a lot of our especially black female public figures to push a particular agenda. That's what I see. Is is that is that correct? But not even female because you remember Obama was pulling two million people in Berlin before he was even elected. He was pulling what? Two, said- two million people in Berlin. Okay. Oh, he's a very popular oh, figure. Up. Oh, yeah, he was he a very held a yeah, yeah, he was a very popular figure. Obama was like a superstar. Yeah, absolutely. globally. Yeah, globally. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I always ask this thing: this is not a slight. This is not a slight against anybody that's not Ados. But where's your Ados? Where's your non Ados Michael Jackson? Where's your non Ados Beyonce? Where's your non Ados Michael Jordan? Where's your non Ados Obama? It's only, a, it's only, I think they said 30 million black people here in America. It's 1 billion on the continent of Africa. Can I push back on that? The world has a fascination with us for some reason. I don't know what it can is. I, can I put it? Can I push back on that though? But please, please. Are we not beneficiaries of the American broadcast system? The media, the media makes these people. The media is what makes Beyonce Beyonce, makes LeBron James LeBron James. Yeah, sure, he's great on the basketball court, but I'm sure it's a nigga in Africa right now that'll make LeBron James look stupid. It's a nigga in Newark right now. And if it was, if, mm-hmm. it, look, if, 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 if it was, he would be in the NBA right now. Uh, they, got, they got is, is, NBA is it, Africa. Embiid yeah. is here. Yeah, see? There's an African. They went found Ben Simmons all the way in Australia. Uh, I'm see, not gonna say I'm not trying to try. I'm, I'm just saying them now. The, the world has a fascination with us, and I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it's something about black people of this hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying it's just strictly America, because you got your Bob. I'm gonna Marley tell you what world. it is. You're saying I'm gonna tell you what it is. Are Please you ready? Me. Yes. America is the Las Vegas of the world. No matter who you are, you Mm -hmm. come to America to be discovered, to grow, to flourish, this so-called capitalist system. No, there's no bigger media machine on the planet than the one in America. Not only that, the, how do you say, uh, 
quality of life is much different in America, which means you have more time for leisure, more time to sit down and rap bars and play basketball. It's your, your survival isn't dependent on what time you go down to the pond to go collect water. Right? Right. In some of these, when we look at, let's, let's look at the last World Cup. Last World Cup was won by France. I used to make a joke and I said Africa won the World Cup because seven of their starting lineup, uh, 11 men played a field, 10 field players, seven of those 10 field players, which would be 70%, were Africans, mm -hmm. right? African, but yep. these, are, these are children who were raised in Europe. When you look at Europe, as far mm -hmm. as sports is concerned, and then you go look at Africa, Africans do not have access to the same facilities. In, in, in Europe, they got the field is just right. The goals are there. There's lights on at night. You know, so they can really cultivate the sports environment. Whereas when you go to, you know, some of these third world countries, they're playing on dirt fields. They don't even got no soccer boots. They're, they're, they're playing with a ball they made. So they can't even be cultivated. Whereas in America, we could just go on Amazon and order a basketball. We could go to uh, Dick's Sporting Goods and steal a basketball if we ain't got the money. The quality of life is much different in America, which is why it seems that blacks in America have an advantage over the diaspora, over the uh, rest of the diaspora in Africa. No, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not talking about skill level. That's not what I'm talking about. I, I didn't mention skill. Talking about the fa the global fascination. No, because you. I mean, the global fascination. Let me is make. A let result. me make a hypothetical. Okay. Let me make a hypothetical. If it was seven black American men that carried America to the World Cup, America soccer would be the number one sport in the world. Yes. I believe. Yes. Why? I don't know. I just told I you it's because America has so much. because America dominates media. The media But why do they care what we think so much? Why do they care not, what we think so much? They don't care what we think. They just care to use us for their benefit. Okay, let me give you an example. If Drake, they cared what we Canadian. thought, Black Lives Matter like wouldn't be at the No, he has to act like he's from I understand that, but Drake, he's from Canada, but he has to act like he's from Houston and Memphis to hold a certain weight to the world. No, he's a global artist. No, Make that make no, sense. No, no. He has to act that way to get accepted by the black community. You see, artists don't pop until the streets. Right, that's what I'm saying. The streets yes. got to certify you. That's my point. But that's, that's because exactly hip-hop is our culture. Whatever we anoint, that's no, because hip hop is our annoyed. culture, bro. We we embraced that Popeye's chicken sandwich in the world went crazy. Fried chicken is our Whatever fried chicken is embraced. our culture though. Fried chicken, you think fried chicken, you think of niggas. No, but that's why? a huge when stereotype. Fried chicken's on every on every. Because ain't nobody, because ain't nobody ever day. made fried chicken like 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 uh Big Mama. Colonel Chicken Sanders. and waffles. Colonel Sanders ain't never Colonel nobody. Ain't, he never made uh, fried chicken. Nah, I'm, messing, I'm, I'm trolling now. I'm, I'm trolling. <laughs> right. Which, which we need it. I'm gonna be honest with you. We need 
we need to cancel Colonel Sanders because he's looking like a slave master. But that's on another <laughs> note. I mean, if you want to talk canceling people, if you get at your mama up here, we got to get Colonel. Colonel, what army did he fight in? Hmm. <laughs> right. Let me read the super it chat. Definitely wasn't the North. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read the super chat. Um. The Haitian and Drake, Drake be fronting. He Drake would just want to be accepted by black people. That's why he do that shit. Uh, the Haitian said, uh, ten dollars super chat. He said, shout out to Mo for picking up that Game of Thrones. Remembering that the black guy that was doing all the trading on credit because he had a big vault, and when he opened it, it's empty. Yeah, that's that's about when people go do the bank runs. Uh, Hope Tap Saxes fifty dollars super chat. I gotta do another dance. I gotta do another dance. <laughs> Uh, he said, enjoying the conversation of Hotep and Bill. Bathory Blaze went out of Super Chat. Thank you. Nora's son, follow our Super Chat. He said, non ADOS, Drake and Obama. Mm. All right, let's switch gears real quick, unless you want to argue some more. No, I ain't arguing. But we, they have to, be, it's something about this world, and it's the final point I want to make. If Obama would have came in, not up through, black america and rubbed himself no got himself all coated in our in our swag he wouldn't be obama and the world like i said the world resonates with us why resonates with i don't know because maybe people love the, maybe people love the underdog no because white people want to know you're accepted by your people before they co-sign you white people make jokes all the time like yo black people don't even respect him black people call him a white black man you got to be respected by your people before the white man say we can use you. How he going to use you and you're not respected by your people? You don't talk like your people. You don't act no, like I, your people. I, we can't use you until we can get your people to, to follow along behind you. I, I fully understand what you're saying. But why does the world care what this little 13% I just told of America you. It's the media power. They've mastered it. They got the algorithms. It run around the clock. They, I mean, when we talk, there's a book you got to read, how to, um, how to Watch TV News by Neil Postman. I just suggest everybody go watch that book. I mean, go read that book. But mm -hmm. when we talk about mastering the art of news broadcasting, nobody does it better in the United States. I mean, the hyperbole, the language, if you ever noticed that whenever you have a woman in the news, she always has blonde hair. There's a certain look they go for. There's a certain voice. Like they, oh, yeah, they, they yeah, got it yeah. down to a yeah, point yeah. where your voice has to be regional neutral. They, you, I forget what they call it, but there's a certain way you have to speak so that somebody can't say that person is from up north or that person is from down south. So you can relate to the entire nation. Unless you're doing some local marketing, like in Texas, and you just want to talk to Texans, and you can have your little Texas accent, right? But when you're talking about national broadcasting news, they've mastered this thing. And they use the black body as the puppet to bring about their agenda, as we saw with Black Lives Matter. Because there's such a great history, that victim history, or the white man had his foot up your ass for 400 years. That's what, that's what I was alluding to with the underdog. Right. Maybe the world resonates with that. I mean, 
Maybe. We, we could go all night about this. But I, I, I want to say one more thing, though. Mm-hmm. But why is it that the Viet Cong, black man go home? The German Nazi, black man go home? Bro, they don't want it. They don't want it. Every time we get involved, it's like, hey. And that's what they said. This is the Democrats now, and it's probably a good segue. Now, probably not a good segue since I pointed it out. But um, <laughs> look at now. Mammy, come save us. Oh, it was the mammies. It was the mammies that saved us. Right. That's what I was saying with Kamala and Stacey Abrams and all of them. Yeah. What, what's up with that? Why are they using black well, it women? Was, Not only why are they using black women, but why are they, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, why are they just so in ki- love with them? Kissing ass. Yeah. Like I saw one like white lady, she had her kids bowing on their hands and knees. <laughs> Yo, if you I- can find that video, man, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like a TikTok video. And she's like, we, we, Oh, I got like we worship black women or something. They got the white kids going up and down, like you know. I'm like, what in the? Yeah, I was, you know, I do a Saturday it's, class. I, I don't. It's. I, I do a Saturday class every day, every Saturday, um, where I help entrepreneurs grow their business, um, and uh, it's called the Mogul Summit. And um, today we were talking about branding, so I went to go pull up one of the the brands that I thought was really popular amongst uh, women, and it was Emily's List. And I went to their Instagram account to show the class, uh, you know, how people brand really well. It was Kamala Harris and Stacey Abrams and Kamala Harris and Stacey Abrams and Kamala. And that's just all white women run this thing. And all white women are glued into this Emily's List thing. But it was Stacey Abrams and Kamala Harris all the way down. I'm like, damn, they really kissed the black woman's ass. So, which leads me to believe it goes back to the point you made, the gender war. How do you emas- demasculate the black man? Put the black woman above him. Can we go there? Can we, are, we go, are we going there? We, Let's oh, go there. If there's ever a case study for, for a man being emasculated, it's the American black man. Mm. And they look and say, oh, y'all did that so wonderfully. Mm. Teach me. <laughs> teach me how do you how you did that and and really black women should say go talk to your husband because he showed us mm. and empowered us mm. <laughs> mm. it ain't nothing they did on their own it's nothing they did on and i'm not taking anything away from any of those women but it's nothing they did on their own they mm. were propped up to be bruh we had to fight our war before we even get out the house. We tired by the time we get to work. And when you I say see, I'm talking about collectively. Okay. Male and women. Male and female. Men. 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 Black men are so tired. Black men. I'm speaking for my black men specifically right now. Okay. But tired from what? We're so tired <laughs> wrestling for the pants. In the relationship with the with the woman. The black woman. Yes. You so you believe that yes. black men have to wrestle with the black woman for the pants in the relationship. 
Mm. Yes, they do. Mm. Why? Uh, for the majority, the majority, the majority. Why? It's a lot of good sisters out there. It's a lot of good sisters out there, but for the majority, because that's 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 how it works. It's you know, like, you know okay, what I think. We're gonna empower Mo? her. Yeah. I think the black man has been buck broken and has little masculinity left and not enough masculinity to handle the black woman. Then, then why is the commercial masculinity? Now we talked about actual masculinity. The commercial mm -hmm. masculinity is painted as the black man. What do you mean commercial masculinity? Sexually. Oh, viral. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. they sell, you know. Yeah. yeah. All the negative that comes along with masculinity. Yeah, all the negatives. But I'm just saying, it commercially, mm -hmm. it's the black man. But actually, it's the white man. Right. Is the is the epitome of of masculinity. Correct. In this country, because yes. there's certain freedoms. To be a man, you got to have certain freedoms. Yeah. So we never reach that that status of free, but we're just talking about certain. Um, well, doesn't uh, it characteristics? Well, doesn't it like to paint? Doesn't it play a role that black women are some of the most educated people getting a uh, rising educating class as far as going to college and getting degrees, therefore earning more than black men and black men are having to compete with black women for jobs. So if you date a woman who makes more than you, you might feel a bit insecure. Therefore, you you're not even qualified to wear the pants because you feel insecure. So let's 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 go here. OK. First of all, they've used mass media to make black women scared of black men. Color purple. Mm. What's love got to do with it? Mm -hmm. Tyler Perry movies. Mm. Waiting next hell. I'm mm. going through my memory now. Yeah, 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 yeah. They use all this to make, 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 make the, the fear of the black man. Right. Now, Mister had all his power, but he ain't back in 1920s. How that worked? Tell me how that worked. <laughs> That's your oppressor, Mister. <laughs> now, when they not, uh, uh, when they not so filled side of here with that pistol, you know what I'm saying? Now she understand, mm. like, okay, I've been fighting all my life to you. Saying then you love the people, you know, that took you, that held, that took you as hostage, beat uh. you in front of your children, trained you to be submissive. Uh. But they, and, and her character loved the people that taught her that. Uh. But then she comes back and wants to fight with Hoppo. Yeah, she was real tough with Harpo. And and these women watch this stuff on, people watch this stuff on loop. As a six, seven-year-old child, I knew Color Purple by heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch that as a kid. So, so you create this image of this big, bad, black boogeyman. Mm. The boogeyman's black man. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, let's get him out of the house. Now I'm gonna say this, black men did have their issues alcoholism, uh, womanizing, but the black men are today aren't those black men then. Mm -hmm. But they still carry these tropes and means on, and that's why Tyler Perry is a billionaire, black billionaire right now. Getting because he's sold, <laughs> he's continued this legacy of trauma-based entertainment. I can say one line that was a meme on, on Twitter. Ask Trey B. <laughs> Everybody know what that stands for. 
this domineering black man. Go look at BET. The Oval Sisters. They got one where the black man is a um a cult leader. Uh -huh. So you see these images, and then so the black woman says, "Okay, the only way I can do this is if I get educated, you know, and I have to raise my children on my own." But there's two things that happen that change, maybe even for the better, even though they weren't good events, that change how black men had to carry themselves as a whole in this country. One was the invention of DNA. So there was no more deadbeat daddies. Mm -hmm. If you have a deadbeat daddy now, it's by your own choice. Yeah. <laughs> the government tells you that. <laughs> he ain't paying, call us. Yeah. We'll send our boys in blue out there to get him straight. Yeah. But we wanted to defund the police. And then we had uh, <laughs> the OJ Simpson trial. Yeah. Which, which that instituted the 48 hours. You remember when these memes came through our community? Mm -hmm. You get locked up on a Saturday, you got to spend 48 hours in jail for domestic violence. You know, and it might be 72 and don't get locked up on a weekend like this weekend. Yeah. You might not get out the Wednesday. These are things that hit. So that made black men as a whole change our behavior. We had to become active. The ones that weren't active because it was a lot of good men. I had a great father. Mm. Um, the black, the black in my family are great men. Um, but as a whole, it says, okay, we got to step up. We got to be dads. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, the domestic violence thing. It's like, well, but we saw, like I said, we saw these problems internally. So there was no need for that. Because if a woman came outside her house that her husband was beating her, the men came over and straightened it out. Right. I'm speaking from my own uh, experiences. Yeah. But these things change how black men carry themselves. And now what you're seeing now is black men were empowered by Donald J. Trump. Uh-oh. Um, he did to explain to our masculinity. What he do? He said he said it was okay to be a man. Uh. I'm not saying this. Kanye West said this. <laughs> uh. I'm not saying this. Karen Hunter said this. She said it's something about him that resonates with uh masculine men. Okay. Indeed, indeed. I would agree. So now this is when this is when you start see um certain communities on YouTube crop up for black men and black men advocacy and black men um yeah. leadership. Yeah. And saying, yo, you're worth more than what the world says you're worth. Uh-huh. And I liken it to I liken it to the Planet of the Apes movie when Caesar was like, "No, yeah, that's what we're doing right now." Mm -hmm. Like we didn't have a voice before, but we're saying no. But let me ask you this: You're not going to do this anymore. Let me ask you this: Do you think the black woman wants to wear the pants? Of course. Really? Until they get the full brunt of what the pants come, until they oh, get the full okay. brunt of what comes with the pants. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh, there's some nice pants. Oh, there's some beautiful pants. Yeah. Till you put the, some shits on. <laughs> till you got till you got to leave them on. They, 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 nice to, they nice to fancy around in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while. But yeah. when you got them, like, you know, hotel, you know, just like I know. 
when you the man, everybody go to bed at night, sleep good. Yeah. You up, what's my next move? Word. What's my next play? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Christmas is coming. The baby, yeah. you said the baby, babies need this, the babies need that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They ain't built for that. And they're not meant to be built for that. And I'm not picking on them because no one person is meant to be a parent alone, man yeah. or woman. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that it's not I'm picking on them. This is a two person job. Really, it's a community job, but it, it boils down to two people. Right. And right. now they've been tricked by uh, Gloria Steinem, Seventeen uh, Magazine. Uh, I forget the lady name, Michelle something that wrote the myth of a black superwoman. Uh, if I'm getting that title correctly, I, I'm doing all this off memory. So bear with me, folks. Yeah. But. Yeah. Oh so they God. tell them, look, you want the pants, go to school, and it's further indoctrination. You get into these uh, liberal universities, further indoctrination. Yeah. Oh, you don't need a man. You just need a baby. Mm-hmm. You have the baby. You have the career. Bro, mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you, my wife left me here one day, and I was working and trying to do it in the at-home school at the same time. Yeah. Bro, I'm trying to tell you. It's impossible. And that's, <laughs> yeah. I'm not picking on no gender, one gender or the other. Yeah. It's not meant for one person to do this. Right. Right. But you've be been told in our communities, what? You're, you're strong. Right. You're strong. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'm strong. I'm strong. It's like, but you crack at night. Yeah. When you're alone. Yeah. Cry. You got to sit up like we got to sit up. Yeah. Do black men have the luxury to cry? And I'll say this. I, no. And, I, and that actually came up on my show. We had the luxury to cry, but not in public. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Is it wrong? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not saying it, but we don't have that luxury. Yeah. Because so much is weighed on our hardness. Mm-hmm. And our toughness that when you cry, it's like, unless it's just like parent die or something like that. But I'm just saying, like, uh, like we saw with uh Van Jones and these other guys crying on TV. Yeah, yeah. You know how that came across to us. Like, yeah. bruh, bruh. Yeah. You know what it said, you're crying like a little and fill in the blank. Yeah. That's, I mean, like I'm. That's just oh, the perception. Like a little bitch, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I think more men need to cry. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say this, but we're not. We don't have the luxury to cry yeah. in public. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, fuck Google two so, five dollars super chat said they don't care what you think. There will be another Jordan, then Kobe, then LeBron, then someone else. The owners are still the same, though. Word. Take L's 499 says, Salute Mo. Sean M., the American Black, is the certified authentic package for spreading their narrative. Word. Um, B-L-V-K-P-O-V-O um, said, Do you think uh, the American narrative of slavery gave Black Americans more soul and thus more success? I don't think so. Let's play 850, 859 said, uh, they care what we think because we 
as people are the original inventors, warriors, laborers, and survivors. 100, 100. Sunshine Hotep, HJ and Mofax keep pushing our people forward, whether they identify as Hotep or ADOS. Most definitely, most definitely. Nora's son, $10 Super Chat, said, discuss how uh, the white population has more deaths and births since 2017. The trend is scaring them. Um, all right, so I got a quote here I want to get into. Um, can, can, can I address one thing before you get into that? Yeah. Because it, it's something I want to mention to everybody. Okay. I'm seeing this quick slide of hands. The ADOS is not, because I heard this from a very close family member, which they're not in the loop like I kind of am, right? So they catch, I, I, I feed off of them what they're hearing. Okay. So I can tell what the narrative is. Right. And he said to me, he's like, yeah, you know about ADOS. And I was shocked that he said it like, oh, ADOS, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, Africans, descendants of slaves. Right. They done switched the whole A up on us. Because it was American, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> So how did he get, how did but he when get, it reached him, it, it switched to African. You tell me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Just yeah. to put a little bow on that, just to put a little bow on the MAGA and the branding and that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 All but, right. but continue. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to put that out there for people. We're going to make this the last topic. We're going to get out of here. Um, Carrie Hilson goes right. to her Instagram account and she says, this may be funny, but it is a little dangerous too. Take Trump out of it for a moment. A democracy must include freedom of speech. Imagine other leaders or popular figures not being able to voice their opinion if it opposes the majority of world leaders. Our freedom of speech being taken from us. Slowly but surely censorship. If the leader of the free world can be removed, imagine that same right of civilians. Imagine believing every time you read false information detected, and propaganda, deceptive reports, and flat-out lies being told, being the only thing we see. She's talking about uh, the censorship of Trump being banned. Yep. Um, you think Trump should have been banned? You think he deserved to be banned? Do you think? Do you think that? He incited violence is the better question. Do you think Trump incited violence? Or, 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 you know, I'm about to keep it a buck. I'm about to keep it a buck and I'm about to piss some people off. Okay. That day he didn't, but knock him the hell out. I'll pay for you to get out of jail. Bruh, you you built that up. Uh, When did he say that? Four or five years. Remember when he was campaigning the first time? At his rallies, he was telling people, knock him the hell out. Uh huh. Carry, you know what I'm saying? Carry him out of here. Uh-huh. So you allowed yourself to be painted that way. Mm. That's why we got to be careful. As mm. you know, when we get on this microphone, how we say things, how we know, how we carry ourselves, because some things are implied. Mm-hmm. Now... You know, like I'm, I'm gonna break it down to the street. I'm gonna break, break it down to the street level right quick. Okay. Which, I, mean, I, I did not frequent the streets, but I was close enough to it. When somebody say, "Yeah, we are gonna get some get back." Wait till we see that. Wait till we see that. Yeah. Wait, till we see that dude. 
And then we see the dude and he get clapped. It's like, no, no, why you shoot him? Mm. It's like, bruh, you said when we see him, it was, it was on site. Right. But I didn't tell you to do it. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But your verbiage up to that point set the tone for these things to happen. Mm. And I'm not saying, like I said, but I'll say this. Should he be banned? No. No one should no one should be banned from social media for their words unless they're screaming fire in a crowded, you know, uh movie theater. Right. Or something to that effect. Right. Right. Up to that level. Um Yeah. So no, I don't no, I don't no, think no. I, I definitely don't think he should be banned. And I'm gonna ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Now, do you think we should have land or cyberspace now? Should we have land or cyberspace? Cyberspace. Remember we had that conversation yeah. about which one is more important? Yeah. You Now you feel what I'm saying about cyberspace? No. Okay. I'm still, yes, you I'm do, still. You ain't gonna miss it. No, I, <laughs> no I'm, not I, saying, again, I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying you changed your mind. What did, but what do did, you see where I'm coming from? What did, I see where you're coming from, but what did Bill Gates just do? Isn't he the largest landowner? Mr. Tech himself. True. Why okay, is he buying but, the but, but, on, land, point, man, I'm not. Right. Uh, you know, I'm you not know, saying, you know why I'm we need the land? I'm going to tell you why we need the land. Right. You need servers. You gotta put servers you, on. Where you gonna control your cyberspace from? <laughs> you gotta yeah. start. No, no, with, you gotta say cyberspace. Like, you gotta start with step one when you want to build power. But when I say cyberspace, I mean that I'm talking about all the way to the server. Because the reason why I brought that up is because it links to the conversation. Look at what's going on with uh, what is it, Par- Parlor? Yeah. Even though they built their own platform, it's like nope. Not on our servers. Right. So if but that's we want capitalism. To do something similar. <laughs> that's capitalism. They don't they don't have any obligation it's not, it's to not, host your dumb ass you know app. Host your You know own why shit. it's not capitalism? Because it was cap if it I'm gonna say if it was capitalism, then some capitalists would step up and say, you know what, that's good money to be made. That's why this is not capitalism. And that's why there's somebody else that can be host. That's that's how Gab ended up getting um their domain hosted by another company. Another company's just gonna reap the benefits of that. Yeah, I get that. I, I get that, but I'm just saying the fact that I just wanted to bring this up yeah. to show Mo, my thing is if this you don't build it from the ground up, and I and I agree with you, you gotta have the land. But if you don't build it from the ground up, yeah, and don't have that space. Yeah, then people can dictate to you what you can say, and that's why I think it's vital that we have two things. Two things. uh, Cyberspace. Two things. Talk is cheap. I know people want freedom of speech, and I believe we should have freedom of speech. I I hundred percent agree with that. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of motherfuckers that's doing a whole lot of talking, and they're not doing no building. This internet shit runs off of our attention. The minute people divest from the media, the media dies. The minute people divest from these topics, these hot topics, these things die. The only thing keeping them propped up is people's attention. If we all locked the fuck off and went back to our farms, this whole system would come crumbling the fuck down. That land is always supreme. 
The cyberspace but is they a know luxury. How to keep us in, yeah, they know how to keep they us. They know here. how to keep us engaged. Right. That's the that's the trick because you just <clears throat> even you said yourself, America is the biggest uh, generator of media. Yes, and <clears throat> I would like to I would like to define that a little bit clearer. America is the biggest caster of spells. Okay, bro, these are spells being casted across these airwaves. Sure. That control people thinking. Yeah. So you can't just poo-poo it as just, oh, that's just a headline. Or, oh, that's just a meme. Right. No, these things are set up and designed to control, mind control people. Yeah. Yeah. To one day, this is perfectly fine. To you do another day, it's like, oh, this is uh, a capital offense. Mm-hmm. Just because of what's trending. Mm. And like I said, I didn't want to, I was saying to, uh, to, to, you know, just how that jack the community. But I wanted to have that con- the quick conversation with you about now you understand. That was my point about like an idea like Parlor. If we ever built something that was controversial enough or seen as problematic, they would do the same thing to us. They would yeah. pull it down ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's like, again, it's like, you know, even with the black community, right? When we were dealing with all the issues of police brutality. And I'm like, y'all niggas ain't going to do shit, but tweet about this shit. I I don't tweet about my problems. I handle them. I just solve them. I just go put the work in. I log the fuck off and I change my life. I change the things around me. Well, you can't, you can't poo poo. You can't poo-poo just tweeting about it because people were just tweeting about the capital. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if it's amplified I can poo-poo enough, it. If that's the only thing you're doing, it's different if you, were, <clears throat> if you were tweeting to build, right? Tweet to build. Don't tweet to complain. You sound like mm-hmm. a bunch of bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some bitch shit to come online. Like, that. you know, one thing I hate is motherfuckers, they be like, Yo, the left can can call for violence and nobody condemns them, but we can't. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, because you ain't got no power. Log the fuck off yeah, and go sanction. create some power. Right. That's what that, that's, yeah. But log the fuck off and go get right. you some I, power. I, you lost your country a long time ago, white man. Because you, you, know you log off and have power? Let's ask this question, because yes. right, I want you to breeze past this. Yes, that's how I create power. Can you log off and have power? Yes. That's how you create power. No, because I'm you asking this question. Off, you lock because off. I think this is. Go ahead. Uh huh. I think this is where people get defeated at, and this come this conversation has come full circle, like like they always do. Mm-hmm. If you discourage people enough, mm-hmm. when they log off, mm-hmm. they feel powerless because they feel voiceless. Right. Here's, 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 here's my, let me, like let me show you, let me, let me illustrate my point. Let me yeah. illustrate my point. You see this book right here? I can't write this book and tweet at the same time. I first have to log off, sit at my computer, and write for hours mm-hmm. in order to write a book. And I've written two, and I got a third one on the way. You got to log off to do the work. Log the fuck off. Go put you in some work. Then you come back and say, look what I got, y'all. Look what I got, y'all. I got a Bitcoin exchange. I got AI. I got this. I got that. But you mm-hmm. first got to log the fuck off. 
Motherfuckers is online tweeting this shit and not building shit. They complaining about shit. When you say when you say log off, I don't think logging off is going to be an option for too much longer because we're going to be so integrated with social platforms that your existence is only going to be able to be proven by being online. You know, you, you, you taking me too literally. There was a movie you're called me, the Net. You're saying, you're saying, I'm not saying make a complete disconnect from the internet. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is turn your right. phone the fuck off and go build some yeah, shit. I got you. Then, then, then come back online. Sometimes people need to do a social detox. Don't come on Twitter for a week. Come back I, and look at this shit. The shit look completely different. That. Right. No, I did that. But what I'm saying to you is when you're deplatformed, you don't have the the option to log why are you back on. Why are you deplatformed? Why why are these people deplatformed, Mo? Because we can become so centralized with AWS and other services, and it really boils down to laziness. Let's just be honest here. That's not why convenience. That's laziness. not why. That's not why people are deplatformed, Mo. What what People will deplatform because they don't know how to play poker. Can you win in poker when you show your hand? Can you win in poker no. when you show your hand? Motherfuckers is coming online no. trying to play poker against the machine showing their hand. Then wonder why they get deplatformed. Well, they thought the machine, they thought the machine was whether well, I'm a, this that's the biggest misconception they thought. They thought the platform was similar to your cell phone service. Now, me and you can get on a right. phone, have a conversation, yeah, and they're not going to cut our phones off right. the majority of the time. Right. <laughs> but they assume that these platforms were utilities in the same manner. Right. And they're not. No, it's not. You thought the shit was sweet. Right. Yeah, shit ain't sweet. Of I course. knew that. It ain't my fault these motherfuckers was dumb and thought shit was sweet. No, but what I'm well, the question is, should they be utilities or not? That's the that's the real question. Okay. Should they allow to silence you? Should they okay, that's like saying, okay, I know what you're gonna your books you're gonna print, so let's not sell Hotep no ink. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. what? <laughs> it's like you can't you can't do that. You wanna bet? Yeah. <laughs> no, pick up the phone, blackball them from the ink. Yeah. Nobody sells them ink. Yeah. And you can have all the greatest ideas in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but if ain't nobody gonna say you know ink and no paper. Yeah. And this is what these social media is, is ink and paper. Mm -hmm. These platforms are ink and paper. So that's I mean, I think we're like it's yeah. I get what you're saying. It's, it's, I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is if people were conscious, they would understand that when you log on to Twitter, when you log on to Facebook. You are logging on to a leftist controlled platform. You are behind enemy lines. It's the same thing I told the black community. I said, you live in America, just like Khalid Muhammad told us. When you are in America, you are behind enemy lines. You need to operate like a POW when he's behind enemy lines. It's the same thing online now. If you online on one of these leftist controlled platforms, you're behind enemy lines. Act accordingly. But should they be allowed? I know I'm I, I'm not. I have no argument for what you're saying. 
I have no argument. Okay. Because you're talking about the is. Allowed. Who's going to stop them? Should be. What do you mean? Who, who's going to stop them? Who's going to? You said they should they be allowed? Who's going to disallow them? Isn't isn't this the isn't this the point of uh, antitrust laws? So you're saying the state should Monopolies. interfere with businesses. You're you're telling the state you want them you want these crooked politicians that, to put pen to paper. That's what you want them to do. The same people who just wrote up no, a bill and sent to, trillions of dollars overseas. You want them to put pen to paper? Right. I don't. I don't want the government to fix shit. I don't. That's the shit that don't make no sense to me. The the government just showed you they on your side. Now you're going to go back to them and ask them to be on your side when they proven they not. They just put 20, 30,000 troops in the capital against your ass. Right. That's, that's, you, that's the, the whole point. And that's the politicians that control the, the house and the, the vote. So you, the vote. so you want the house and the Senate, the, the Democrats that control the house and the Senate to put pen to paper? In your favor? First of if all, you you, it's a pipe dream that, to think you're the... Let's, let me let me let me let me clarify what I'm saying. If things work the way they should work, if the people want that to be changed, they will vote for the people to go and write the laws to change it. But this is why I said I'm more concerned about the vote that was stolen, because if you can pick the winners, all that other shit don't mean shit. Excuse my language. Ah. Uh. At the end of the day, when people get tired or something enough, they should say, if everybody voted and said, you know what, I think everybody would vote and say, I think Twitter and these other platforms should be carried differently. Because you have a channel just like I have a channel. And you know, even if you build it yourself, a website yourself, and me, and this is my partner, my, my, my partner, uh, Adam Curry, he's a big proponent of building for self. So I get it. But I always push back with him and say, YouTube is the mall eyeballs. Mm -hmm. Let me me clarify what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You can go and put a kiosk out in the middle of somewhere. And if you don't get the traffic, you're not going to sell anything. You have to start in the mall with a kiosk. And that's what a YouTube channel is. And people walk past, they might not even be headed to your store. But like, oh, that's a nice product. Let me let me check that out. Yeah. Because I was headed here, but I saw this on the way there. Right. So we have to, it's easy to say, oh, just build, just build it and they'll come. No, bro, this ain't, this ain't filled dreams. It don't work like that. It's that you have to navigate, self-censor, pick and choose your words. Oh, I can't say that. Bro, I don't take no money from YouTube. Let me be clear. Everything I do is supported by the people. Everything, because I don't take money from YouTube. That gives me a little bit more leeway on what I can do in, in my content. But to say, well, you know, just build your own, bro. How many people have tried to build competitors to this platform that we use? When you got the bag, it's kind of hard to beat. Mo. If you got a kiosk yes. in the middle of the mall, you think you allowed to sell MAGA hats? 
You better not sell after, no MAGA after hats. After the six, no. <laughs> after, the, after the six, no. No. <laughs> Everything is circumstantial, no. Mo. No, it's about just, it's about time and place, Mo. Where you at? If you want to be, you don't you know? It's a spot on the internet where you can say whatever the fuck you want called 4chan. You can say whatever the fuck you want. But who's going to hear it? Who's going to hear it? Do you go on poll? It's popping. I don't even know how to get there. All you got to do is type in 4chan. Type in 4chan.com and it takes you right to the... This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what's wrong with motherfuckers. But this is what I'm saying. What's wrong with motherfuckers? Niggas talk about all this shit about free speech. It's free speech platforms and niggas are scared to go there. Well, hold on. Let's say this, for instance. Let's say if they tell you physically, take that message over to this neighborhood <laughs> we don't want to hear this over here i'm gonna take my ass over that there. would be a problem people, no it wouldn't no what i'm saying is but people would put people would push back against that because it's like whoa 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 you can't run them off this public square you can't do that but if it's done digitally it's seen different and that's the problem it's like bro you know with social credit scores and everything else is coming if you don't exist online and i go back to this movie again the net with Sandra Bullock. Once they erase you, whatever cash you got in your pocket, that's it. It's over. So what you gonna do then, Mo? When they erase your ass from the internet, what are you gonna do then? What do you mean what I'm gonna do? You better hope you got I'm some land. I'm your land. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll be sharecropping for you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's why I say always come back to step one, bro. Where's your power it, at? But what I'm saying is we shouldn't. There's a lot of things I want to say on the internet. To happen. I self-censor. Of course. And, and you know what I've realized is? What is that? But see. Here's, here's what, what I've realized, Mo. The tweet I was going to tweet mm-hmm. wouldn't have changed shit in the world. It's just motherfuckers. You can't, you can't think that way. I'm, I'm going to tell you why you can't think that way. It's just hold because on, hold on. Let me finish. 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 That tweet that I censored wasn't gonna change shit. You know what's gonna change some shit? Well, motherfucker, motherfucker, see, I got four tech companies and I wrote two books. That's the shit that motherfuckers be like, "How'd you do that?" Or when I launch one of my, or I launch one of my, one of my shows. There's ways to inspire people and still be censored. It's called being smart. It's called being no, cryptic. See, what, like earlier, you used the regular word, and I said, no, vagine. My channel know what vagine right. is. You out there using their terms. I'm not using their terms. I'm using my terms. It's called crypto language. Right. This is where the future is going, crypto language. So if you if you living in many communist... Why is that acceptable? Well, what are you going to do about it, Mom? But why is that acceptable? What are you going to no, do about you it? Because what I'm saying is this. I'm going to say, let me say two things. I'll answer your question because I want to say this one thing. We can never underestimate the power of words. And the reason why I say that is if one YouTuber doesn't say what he says, I'm not sitting here talking to you tonight. And what he said in his video says, don't be a talker, be a doer. 
Yes. And that shit rung a bell in me. Right. So we can't poo-poo. We can't poo-poo words because a man changes his mind first, then he changes his actions, right? Yeah. And what changes your mind? Words, messages, knowledge, right? Yeah. So now I don't, I don't want to poo-poo that. Now you say, what, what do we do differently? I think that was your question. What are you going to do about it? The motherfuckers just and told you, you can't use these words on my platform. What are you going to do, Mo? You still going to use those words? No. Okay, then. So what are you going to do? No, no, I'm saying, I'm, but that's why, that's why I respect it. You're saying you're, you're saying how you, how you roll over here. But what yeah. I'm saying to you is, is that right? The reason why I'm saying is that right, right is bro, subjective. I just came out of oppression. Hold on, listen to what I'm saying. I just came out of oppression in this gender war in the black community where black men couldn't say shit. I'm not going backwards. You see it, Hotel. You see what's going on. Black men have said, we're taking our ball and we're going home. You don't want to play what we're playing? We're taking our ball and going home. Reproduce without us. Or realign your attitude. And by doing that, things are slowly changing. You see certain platforms coming up where it's like, you know what? Maybe we need to soften our approach. Maybe we need to look at these men differently. And you know what? That that let we need to leverage that energy into something else. And I agree with you, we need to build our own. But for you to think that just everybody, and this, and this is one of the things we talk about. I speak for the working class, the working man. You speak for the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So what we're saying to you is build a hotel, we'll support you. Right. No, that's, that's, the that, road, that's, that's the that's that, the road I'm on. Uh, symbiotic relationship. Right? right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm not knocking you for building it, but what I'm just saying is build it and we'll use it as we see fit. You know what's wrong with the world? And when you get your platform up, what? We don't make great children. That's what's wrong with the world. And the left understands this. That's why they control the educational system. That's why the system understands it. They create your children. They're the ones that program your children. How come we don't program our children? That's where this thing comes back down to. That's how you change the future. That's power. Because we're... Because we're Cause we're, <clears throat> cause I'm gonna say this. Our generation is afraid of what society thinks. My pops used to tell me, I don't care what they tell you over that damn school. Right. This is how it is. A B C D E F G. Take right. this Malcolm X autobiography, Malcolm X and read. Sure. But now we're like, I don't want my kids to say Malcolm X. You know, they might think he's a hate monger. And, you know, and then we might get kicked out of school. And, uh, uh, you know, it might end up on his college resume. Uh, and, you know, he might not get into a decent university. Mm. You, you, know, you see what I'm saying? That's a very, we have to push back at this now. Push back before how? Before it gets any further. Push back First how? First with our money. Okay. First, with our money, mm -hmm. use the platforms as little as possible. You still have to use the platform. I'm going to tell you, I had left social media, but I had to let my people know I was going to be on here tonight. So it's like, crap, how do I do that? 
Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I have email. You're saying I have emails. Mm. You see what it's, I'm saying? It's addictive. I mean, I ain't gonna it's, lie to it, you. It's addictive. It's ingrained in our cult. It's ingrained in our society. It's ingrained, you know, in everything that we do. Mom, it's ingrained now. There has so been. That, if you was having this conversation in 2007, maybe. But we've been on here for 13 years with smartphones. Mo, Mo, there has been a power structure that has controlled the world since at least the 13th century, or I should say, controlled the Western mm -hmm. world at least a 13th century and there are things that are written in the stars that are going to take place and in the future the only people who will be free are those who control their own destiny those who have hotepped and built there will be people who will have constructed their own cell phones free of the Apple and the Googles. There will be people who have constructed their own communication networks. This is in all of our dystopian movies. There are going to be separate communication lines. They're being built right now. They're not being built by going online and tweeting. You see what happens is I can't go to my mama house cussing. It's her house. So mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. the left builds some shit and you're there, you are a guest in their house. If you don't like it, you go cuss and use all the words you want to use in your own house. You got to remember, I'm a type of person okay. who's a So problem. let me ask you this question. So we, we, when, when you're brokering your deals for whatever you're building, you have to use some kind of communication, right? Email, telephone. When if they say no hotel, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Can't use our telephone lines to talk about that. What you gonna be? Grand Bell and run some more line? I would, I like, would celebrate. I mean, that's what I would we're celebrate, at, like, Mo. No. I'm built different than the rest of these niggas. Mo, I would celebrate. The day they cut my line off and tell me I, I can't do it, I would celebrate. You know why, Mo? Cause I'm a type of nigga that wow. just love, love circumstances where I got to overcome. Cause when I figure out how I'm going to communicate without their telephone, this is why they don't ban Hotep Jesus. They scared of what I'm going to do without they shit. Right. And that's why our community needs all of us. I'm and that's what I'm saying. I'm not scared of these motherfuckers. Oh. I, I don't give a fuck about their little bitch right. ass rules. You got some rules. I right, I'll play by your rules because I'm in your house. I know what it's like to to wipe my feet off and take my shoes off when I'm in somebody's house. You don't want me to say certain shit on your platform? Cool. I really don't need to say it. What I do need to make sure is that my friends, my family, my children know the truth. I don't need to be spreading it. I can do that through publishing books, through publishing blogs, through my email. There's different ways I can disseminate information. It's not only through this. In fact, it's not even effective to disseminate information through microblogging. The best way to disseminate information is through long format, long form formats, like documentaries. They can't stop you from publishing a documentary. 
You might not be able to publish that's a documentary on their platform, but you can publish that shit. That's what we do every... But that's what we do every episode over you're saying with the podcast. There you go. It's long form. form. Great. Well, what I'm just saying is this. We need people like you. We need people like me. Yes. Maybe I just want to wake up, you know, say that that ain't right. What does that even that mean? If that ain't right. Twitter. That ain't right. Like, what do you mean? What does that mean? It ain't right. I'm, I'm explain. I'm, I'm explain to you what I'm saying. If we're saying these are the rules we're playing by, and that's what I mean. But that ain't right. And that's why I always say, call the game the same. You like basketball, right? Yeah. If I come down the court, I hack you. They don't blow the whistle. Yeah. But then you come back down the court and you barely tap me and they call me a foul. Right. It's not calling the game the same way. Yeah. I don't care if you call it tight or loose. Just call it the same on both ends of the court. Who paid the referee? That's all we're asking for. And if Who? these rules, hold on, but hold on. If these rules. Who I'm paid the referee headed. though? That's if what we got to get back to. If these rules, right. If you these just rules a player. don't exist, stop telling the people that they exist. Well, if the rules don't exist, stop saying they exist. That that's Stop part saying, of oh, the it's rules. A, it's a it's a constitutional. That's right, it's part a constitutional of the rules. Crisis. Part of the rules is, is saying who it applies to, Mo. Part of their unwritten law book is saying who does it apply to. For example, they had the nerve to say that communicating on these platforms is a human right. When Uganda shut Twitter down, that's hypocritical because you just took away a whole bunch of people's human right. rights when you deplatform them. Absolutely. It's hypocritical. And now we get back to that's now we get back to the problem. Are you being hypocritical or not? Okay. If you're being hypocritical, something needs to change. Right. That's well, all I'm saying. I don't care why you, you call it. I don't going, care what my the thing rules is. Are. You, you, not, you can't say this. My thing is you not gonna change them. You think complaining about the problem. So. How you gonna change this? How you gonna change them? How you gonna change them, yo? <laughs> But you just said y'all tried to march on y'all tried to march on the Capitol. You just and said they labeled yourself. y'all the T word. You just said you just said yourself. Uh huh. If you log off, yeah, it it collapses. Yes. So what we need to say is they're gonna call it this way. See what they've had to do is plot had is plausible deniability. Oh well, we're not really biased. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Look, if you're going to ban orange, ban orange, nobody can say orange. Yeah. And you kick everybody out the platform and say orange. I'm you, for it. But you asking for fairness. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm for it. Mo, Mo, Mo. We asking for fairness from people that's not going to be fair. Why are we doing that? That don't make no sense, Mo. Because if he, if if you... You asking the bully to stop bullying you. He's a that, bully. That's what the bully does. Hold on, but if you... What do you do to you, a bully? What do you do to you, a bully? How do you get through to a bully? You got to punch him in the face. Okay, the now face. we get into the root of the problem. Right. But what I'm saying to you is the more and more people you convince that it's hypocritical, the more and more likely they are to log off. All I'm saying is just let the sunshine in and say, look, this is hypocritical. Everybody this knows is, it's hypocritical. You said this on this side. We, we, we no, all know don't. it. 
And what do you, what do you mean there's memes floating no, all no, day no, no. on my timeline? Now we get now we get to the crux of the problem. How people hypocrites don't know it's don't hypocritical. Know hypocritical. No, hypocrites no. don't want to admit they're hypocritical. They know they're hypocritical. There's a difference. See, and I, I, I don't think that's the case. Because you, if you knew you were hypocritical, you know how stupid you look. You know how stupid you look, no, Bobby, that's by the saying whole, that. It's, it, know, that uh, that's, that's part of Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals. Never giving up that ground. Right. Bold-faced lying. This is part of their strategy. But that's that. Rules for you, none for me. Rules for thee, none for me. Right, that's at the highest that's how this system but that's operates. At the highest levels. That's what you get to do when you got that's power. That's at the highest levels. Hold on, but that's at the highest levels. I'm talking about the everyday average citizen. The everyday average citizen on the left don't think they're hypocritical. No. They don't. No, that's not they true. Think they are justified. I'm just telling no, you. No, no. Okay. They are in denial. They are in denial. Well, You'll even fine. see them, I, 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 even, when, even when you argue that. them really well, that. even when you argue them really well, they'll right. short circuit, right? That cognitive dissonance. And do that silly short- ass laughing. Yeah. And do that silly, and, 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 that's when they short, they do that silly ass laughing. See the you ego, was, you see the ego like, doesn't. I don't really have an answer. The, the, the shadow of the ego doesn't allow you to admit when you're wrong. It doesn't allow you to admit your faults. Okay, they so know let's, they're let's hypocritical. They then. don't want to admit it. So you asked me a question about is, is the left white supremacist or why is it that when you ask an average everyday black voter, why don't you like, tell, you say, tell me the difference between uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. That's how you know they don't realize they're, ha- they're hypocritical. Because they can't tell you they, it's clear, it's clear as day. They can't tell you, but it's like then they go back into this mind control, and I'm big on mind control. I'm big on uh, supplanting ideas in people's minds to where they don't think for themselves, and they just go right. And when you talk to people, you can hear the talking points just pour out their mouth. It's like, damn, like do you write for CNN? It's just they fall right into it, blah, 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 blah. And it's like whatever they're loaded up with, they just regurgitate it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't I, – you give them too much credit to be critical thinkers. I don't think they're critical thinkers. Actually, I subscribe – this is one of the things I picked up from the 5% nation um, is the 85, 10, and 5. And I'm, I'm sure you're aware 85% of dumb, deaf, and blind, 85%. 10% understand it and don't use exactly. it righteously, or 5% understand it and, and use it righteously. Well, no, they, they, yeah. Right. So when you say the majority know what's going on, I, I beg to differ. I believe they're in the 85% of dumb, deaf, and blind. And they just regurgitate whatever they're told is safe. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this mainstream told me this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just, oh, yes. So I don't, when I look at them, I, I have empathy. Yeah. For them. Yeah. To say, you don't really know what's going on, do you? Yeah. Let me and read you had su- to walk them through it step by step. Let, let, me, let me read the super chat because this money talks. Um, Sayos said, my mom hated the Dems for emasculating Irish men to control the Irish. Sounds like they're playing the same game on Blacks, but with better media. Indeed. Fudge Mayo, we owned these lands before. Why want it back? 
Mo Flush, listening to this great talk while watching the game on mute. There you go. Uh, Cassius Cam, create a new culture, not cry in the existing one. That's how I feel. Big Bank Hank, Thomas Sowell said, if you don't support the only document that guarantees your rights, then you have none. Speech must be free. Indeed. Tommy Riley, uh, universities are indentured servitude. You trade knowledge for debt. Uh, that debt controls your actions of society. Derek Hopkins, uh, part two, very interesting. Another great one. Great discussion, Mo. I always enjoy these debates with you. I always like talking to you. I always like talking to you, Hotel. For real, for real. Because you met, you challenged me to think, you were saying what I actually think. Yeah. Uh, and we need more of that. I got to I got to convert you to Hotel. a lot of people don't. And I think, I think you're super intelligent. Hotel. I'm not. But I think when you're super intelligent that people, bro, come on now, knock it off. I'm not intelligent. Um, I'm I conscious. Let you, I didn't let you downplay yourself like no, that. No, no, no. Um, I'm not intelligent. I am conscious. I am highly mm, conscious. Okay. Okay. I, I, to, yeah, okay. But, but what I'm saying to you is a lot of times when you're conscious, mm -hmm. you think everybody else is conscious to your level. And that's a huge uh, assumption to make. Oh, no, I understand that they're not. Bro, we got to put hot on top of coffee cups. I mean, this is what the world is <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> yeah. You got people three, 400 pounds can't figure out why, why am I unhealthy. Right. And I'm not knocking anybody. Over. I'm just saying that they're, they're in such a deep slumber mm -hmm. uh you had and i keep going back to the black man because that's the i'm an advocate for black men and specifically working family black men because i don't mm. think there's any advocate for that group i really don't mm. when you have your advocate for single black men high value black men all the other black men uh high highly conscious brothers like yourself but nobody speaks for the working man that gets up every day and puts his boots on and goes to work and just want to come home and not have his kids propagandized. Mm -hmm. Nobody speaks for them. Mm -hmm. So that's the voice I'm for. Mm. And that's it's important. not that we don't, we're not conscious. It's not that we're not conscious. It's like, I don't want to hear that shit. Right. Like, honestly, I got there by Christmas. The baby needs shoes. <laughs> hey, wifey needs a but new dress. But then you push me in a corner, it's like, Right, but then you want you push me into this corner where you are. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a drag queen come read to your child child in kindergarten. What? <laughs> because you, you made me take action. Like you keep pushing me and pushing me and, and pushing me to the point is no, I don't want no. I'm not gonna vote Democrat without tangibles. I'm not gonna buy into all this bullshit stereotypes and I mean say uh, and um propaganda about black men I'm not i'm not buying into it no more yeah give me my damn pants back yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry i had to go on a rant but i mean that's who i speak for so when you're speaking to me i'm highly conscious as well but mm -hmm. i have the ability to to see it through the working man's eyes because bro i don't work all the jobs from fast food to, I heard you was ha having a conversation about that. I, I, I work fast food to warehouse to, and work with every kind of person, ex, uh, ex cons and 
you know, luckily I made it to, you know, corporate America. Um, but even then I worked from the ground up in there. Mm. So I, I have a, a understanding or a perspective. And when that young man said, I won't say his name, but when he said, don't be a talker, be a doer, mm -hmm. he rung that bell. So don't under, never underestimate your words. Mm -hmm. Because that rung my bell that I couldn't unring. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? You're right. And then you're know saying, long story short, I'm, I'm here talking to you right now. <laughs> you said like just off of one man's words. Right. Indeed. So. Both facts, y'all. Press one in the chat if y'all enjoyed this conversation. I'm sure this won't be our last conversation. I'm sure we'll be back very, very soon. I um, got to check in every so often. Absolutely. One day I'm gonna have to get you over and have to run some clips down for you because some some things I want to get your you know your opinion and perspective on as well. I'm whenever you need me, I'm there. Whenever you All need right. me, I'm there. Mofax, y'all, make sure y'all hit the link in the description box below. Subscribe to his channel, man. Go 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 subscribe to his channel. Get some got some hot takes during this during this interview. Good time, Mo. Go ahead, get out of here. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm going to go close the show out. Any last words for the people? Yeah, just one. Pay okay. attention to everything and the truth will reveal itself. Hmm. I love that quote. I love that quote. All right, Mo, go ahead. Get out of here. Let me close the show out. All right. Take care of yourself, Hotel. See you, see you later. All right, my bro. Mo facts, y'all. The man, the myth, the anonymous legend. Hold on, I'll be right back. Watch this. Watch this uh, message from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, Pogs and Malls. Guess what? The greatest award show of all time is almost upon us. The 2020 Grifties is almost here. Make sure you subscribe to youtube.com slash Jesus. The show airs on January 21st. We are starting off the year big, baby. Big. Grifties is coming, y'all. Grifties are coming. Oh, let me get y'all the link. Put the link right here. Put the link right here. Boom. You got to subscribe to the other channel. It's a dedicated channel just for the Grifties. We're going to have some bonus content that's going to come out over there. We're building a whole new channel over there. Um, Make sure y'all... Get in tune. Subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. This conversation will be up on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts in the near in the near future. In the meantime, Hotep and Bill, man, I love y'all. Be safe. Be smart. Be conscious. And Bill, man, I love y'all. Be safe, be smart, be conscious.